Big Fluff. Nico, I feel that you can't handle me and our lives can't mesh together. Casey, you're really good with your words and you have opened up to me, but I'm not sure if you're being honest. I choose myself. I can't be anyone's girl. You're choosing yourself? Yep. I came here as a F girl. from F-Boy Island Season 2, your number one F-Girl, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. Please subscribe. And now, your host, miniature dog enthusiast, Joel Murphy. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And today, if you are a fan of F-Boy Island, you are going to be very excited for this episode and uh it, it's a really good chat and it's funny to me because I, i'm not the biggest reality tv fan i like top chef but that's it but there's something about f boy island that sucked me in i think maybe it's nikki glazer maybe it's the inherent ridiculousness of the show it's a show that seems aware that it is absurd and hilarious and I really enjoy it. I, I like the premise and I've enjoyed both seasons. Uh, it's totally a show that Molly got me sucked into and it's not something I would have watched on my own, but it's something I'm really glad that I watched and I have really loved it and I find the emotions and the choices behind it so interesting which is why I'm very excited to get to talk to Tamaris who if you watched the show and if you haven't watched the show, there's going to be a lot of spoilers for it in this, just to warn you. But if you watch the show, she, in the finale, did a Kaiser Soze-esque reveal that she was in fact an F girl and that she would be taking the money instead of picking either of the two guys. And it was an exciting moment. I loved watching it. And obviously, it was something, you know, I wanted to talk to her about. and so was very excited to get the opportunity to speak with her and I'm happy to tell you that she is just as delightful to talk to in person as she was on the show and if you're a fan of F-Boy Island or of Tamaris, you are going to love this interview. So without further ado, here it is. Well, I'm sure you've been getting this question a lot, but uh, let's just jump in. Like, so what made you decide to do this show? Like, where, how did the decision come about? Yeah, uh, I had like a casting producer reach out to me via social media and I did a couple of interviews. I probably did like three interviews in one week. 
and didn't hear back until four months later. To be honest with you, I was like, yeah, they're going to do the show and I'm not going to be on it. And they never chose me and this sucks. <laughs> and it was like a couple of days after Christmas and I like had COVID and I was in the hospital. Oh no. And the casting producer's like, hey, I hope you're still single. I'm like, yes, I am. But I'm <laughs> in the hospital right now. Can you like give me a week to like recover? Um, so yeah, it was weird. But I was so happy. <laughs> and had you watched season one? Like, were you familiar with the show? Yeah, I watched season one. I actually followed CJ way prior to her being on the show just because of because like I think like more of the modeling industry. Um and that's how I heard of FBoy Island. I watched the show. I thought it was hilarious. And I like followed FBoy Island. Didn't think anything of it. Didn't think that they would reach out. And they did. And I was like, oh, that's so <laughs> weird because I watched it. Um, so I, I was excited. I was like, oh, yeah. Get to mess with some FBoys. Why not? <laughs> and, and yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. And I, I thought this was interesting. I saw that Nikki Glazer uh, was asked about it. And I guess she came out and said that she did not know about your plan but i mean you went in with this decided right like you no, no you didn't no okay. yeah. <laughs> i wasn't like yeah i'm gonna be an f girl from the start like no like i i guess like when we did the like all uh, the casting call they asked me about my like past life and who I was as a human being. And I was like, honest with them. I was like, yes, I've been cheated before. I've been hurt. But like, yeah, I've done that too, because I've been cheated before. You know, it's, it's not like when I, when I was talking to the guys and I was letting them know, like, Hey, I've been an F girl. I've, I've been, I've cheated before. And that's just me being honest and open, right. you know, just me sharing something with them because at the end of the day, that is a part of my past. And I can't forget that. And that made me a better person to who I am today. And when I say that I'm an F girl or like F girl energy, it's more not more like sleeping with other guys is like knowing your worth and knowing who you are. And yeah, you can talk your way out of anything. Basically, you right. don't necessarily need to sleep with a guy to get what you want. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, no, I, a lot of people were like, yeah, they cast you as an F girl. And they knew this from the beginning. No, it just ended up working out the way that it worked out oh. it is very weird but it happened <laughs> okay yeah that's interesting because i i feel like that's a testament to the people that edit the show because i feel like when they put together the reveal in that last episode they made it look like like this was some kind of almost like uh the usual suspects or something just this like big reveal at the end <laughs> yeah 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 it was like all the clues connecting together <laughs> yeah. when they when i saw that i was like wow you did your thing you did it you did it i loved it i loved it Listen, at the end of the day, it's for entertainment. And we did it. When yeah. that option was there, it was hard for me because I didn't want to hurt anyone and I didn't want to seem like a villain. But also, I wasn't in love with these guys. And I wasn't like me. And I wasn't like Louise where I had this huge connection with any of them. Like, it was more of like a friendship. And I couldn't see myself without, like, in the real, real world with them. F-Boy Island is meant for you to fall in love. It's like a bubble. And it's a bubble that's going to explode by a certain amount of time and uh you know some guys exploded <laughs> um yeah uh well i yeah. since we started at the end i do want to jump back into previous stuff but oh, since so sorry no, no 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 it's me i i started with the end so you're good but uh but i'm curious because uh i don't know when you made the decision but i also feel like you you came out 
And you were almost dressed like a femme fatale. Like you had an amazing look for that last episode where you look like like a classic like film noir. Like there was a gun in your purse and you were going <laughs> to like, like I so I, I don't know when you decided. I don't know if that was intentional, but like I was uh, my wife and I were watching and basically hoping like we were cheering for the idea that you might take the money. So I was very excited <laughs> when it happened. <laughs> Listen, I think towards the end, it was like. I have to embrace what I am going to, I'm going to set something on fire right yeah. now. And it's going to be a conversation that's going to be like, it's a conversation on all of my posts. Like I have people battling. I'm like, no, she's an icon. No, she's a villain. Yeah. Like I knew this was going to happen. And yeah, there was probably a lot of takes of me saying like, I'm an F girl. And like, I came here to fuck shit up because <laughs> I was like, Half of it, I was like crying. Mercedes was looking at me with some evil eyes and I had to tell the producers, I'm like trying to talk to my mic. And I'm like, guys, can you please tell Mercedes to like stop looking at me with angry eyes because I'm just trying to do my part and just say I'm an F girl. Like he's like, he wants to kill me right now. And like literally, but he understood after, but it was like at that point, it was like no one knew that, that like they knew, but they didn't really know. Everyone thought I was going to be Casey. So. <laughs> so you kept it close. Yeah. Like you didn't. Yeah. There wasn't a lot yeah. of people aware. Uh, but you have to have that locked in, right? Like, I mean, the they know oh, what you're going to say. So so no oh really so it's just it's in yeah, the no, moment no, no. like like no 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 like not exactly the words that are coming out of our mouth yes we locked down our answer decision probably, that's what i mean uh, yeah, yeah our decision um uh, because money is involved we have to like go on a zoom call with a lawyer and lock down our decision we can't switch our decision if we want it to yeah it would be a whole big mess so when um, did you decide like when did you lock it in i didn't know about the third option until that day of elimination oh, wow probably like three hours, four hours before. And um, we were completely separated, all the girls. We couldn't talk to each other. We couldn't know each other's decision. Um, and it was hard because it was like, I woke up every single day and spoke to them about everything. And the whole entire experience and to not have them for the last day, it was like, wow, am I really making the best decision for myself? But like I did. And I would do it over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. So you, so you basically had, like you said, three or four hours just to sit with it. Like you were locked in. I mean, yeah. was it like a relief or what, what, how did you feel? Oh, uh, it was like a lot of a mixed emotions. I'm like, am I doing the right thing? You know, they told me like, Casey is going to understand, like he's going to understand, like, it's not like you're choosing another guy, you're choosing yourself. And I think it was more of like, for me, I was like, I don't want to hurt someone. Yeah. I don't, I, that, that's not my intention. And I know like everyone, and especially anyone that would know, Casey would know, like, this is a show, you know, right. uh, but still like, it's still a sucky feeling. I hate breaking up with people regardless. Like right. it's never an easy thing to do. And I had to break up with two guys Yeah, and I had to tell them I'm taking the money. Um, I didn't, I didn't have to tell them I was an F girl. Uh, that was way after I walked them out. I gave them a hug, and then I came back in with some boss ass bitch mood. And I'm like, I'm an F girl. I'm ready to fuck this shit up. Like, yeah. yeah no. So like the way they cut it seemed like I was so heartless. And I told them like, Yeah, I came here as an F girl. I'm like, No, I didn't say that to them. Maybe no. Yeah. 
I feel like there was even like again the editing. There was like a couple of shots where they like when they were doing the flashback where they tried to make it look like you. You know, I don't know. Like, what was it? There was like one with you and Tom, right? Or it was okay, like, okay, okay. Let's talk about that, right? Okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Okay, so some of it is true and some of it is not true. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's break it down. All right. Okay, so. Tom, we're saying goodbye. He kisses me on the forehead. I was fucking emotional. I was like, oh my God, this guy just kissed me on the forehead. Okay. But um, I'm like tearing up. So I did ask for makeup. That is not a lie. I did ask. And they told me no. Production did tell me no. They're like, Tamaris, no, you did not ask for makeup after you just fucking kicked out this guy. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go back outside with like makeup running down my eye. They still made me do it, but it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. I didn't look bad. But uh, the laughing part and cutscene, that's definitely from an interview or something. Yeah, they were he, pulling. Like, yeah. Yeah, they were definitely pulling. But when I saw it together, I was like, you guys are masterminds and you're messy and I love it. You know, we love the best. Like I said, I mean, to me, it, it read you really did come across like uh, like I'm a big fan of those old like film noir and stuff. So it was like that's what it felt like to me was one of those reveals of like you just shot the protagonist, you know, like I fucking love that. No, it was, was great. Like, yeah, it was no. Great. It was, uh, but I am curious because you've kind of hinted at this. And so there was a version where maybe you picked someone, right? Like you went in. Uh, and, and maybe it sounds like it was Casey, but like you, you had an open mind to it. Like they're under the right circumstances. If you had met someone, oh, you would have. Yeah. A hundred percent. If I would have felt that like the guys were actually telling me the truth and like that I can actually build a future with them. Cause you can tell like when the cameras are off, you get a different personality yeah. and I'm really big on that. And I'm really big on noticing that. And that's something I'm not going to forget because it's going to continue to dwell in my head. And plus, I really don't trust people just because of my past and where I came from. I, I had a very hard upbringing and had to like hustle and survive on my own. So it's like at this point, I really don't need a guy to help me. But if I do end up choosing a guy, it's someone that we're going to grow with. Right. And if I would have found someone on the show like that, I would have never chose myself. I would have continued to tell them like, yeah, I've been an F girl. I've done that because that's just real life. And I'm going to be honest. Right. But it, it wasn't there. Yeah. Like I, you know, it, it, sometimes I feel bad because I didn't get that. And, and I feel bad because it could have been someone else that could have had that opportunity, but that's the way it ended up rolling. And you know what, this ended up being a better outcome than I could have possibly ever asked for. And it's funny because like midway of the season, I'm like telling the producers, how about if I end up not liking anyone? Right. And I just like choose myself jokingly didn't think it was going to be possible they're like i don't know it's you have to choose someone i'm like okay like just jokingly like just talking shit and like i don't know if one producer tells someone else or no i, I can totally in see the, that in the, in the chain yeah of events happening that we didn't know about because like we didn't know about anything they kept us in the dark we we wouldn't know until like the day like the day of if something was gonna happen during elimination like we're gonna have a double elimination like we would not know it would be like very last minute like a few seconds before we start filming. I could totally see that because so. yeah, it, it wasn't an option the first time around, and I could see them kind of rolling with if that's what you were saying. Like maybe there were behind the scenes meetings of like I don't know maybe she can pick herself, which I think is a great option. <laughs> like why not? <laughs> Uh, but I'm, I'm curious too, cause like, 
it seems like one thing what do you like what kind of input do you get or i'm guessing they do interviews like they get a sense of your personality it seems like maybe the dates are kind of tailored to your interest what kind of uh stuff like that is there okay so my dates weren't the best date okay um just just because i got out of a car accident probably six months before filming and had like a very like i had tbi like very bad oh no and yeah like me and jabrian's um first date was like the sandboarding and i fell on my head three times and i threw up so like towards the end of my interview you can really tell like i'm like completely pale um and they were like okay no more activities for tamara <laughs> um very low key <laughs> so i was like you know i looked at mia's dates and it was so adventurous and i'm just like yeah <laughs> but, it, but they do get a certain like throughout the interviews and you talking to the producers obviously the producers are asking questions to kind of figure oh, you yeah, out yeah, and stuff yeah. like that and like they they ran with that f girl energy and like we had to bring that in and we did like meditations and we're i think we started doing that from the beginning because we we were me me and louise all have been kind of f girls before so we were like why not put that in there why not tell them like yeah you want to be an f boy well we're f girls too we've done that before so it was fun <laughs> that, that was an interesting thing too that yeah you've kind of talked about that like the the three of you did seem like you i don't know it was very like you were all looking out for each other and uh, sort of like all sharing information and there was some good investigating going on it felt like <laughs> Oh, we were like determined, like since day one that we met each other in the hotel room in the conference room for the first time with the executive producers, we made a pact right then and there that we were going to stick together. And like these guys weren't going to get the best of us. And we weren't going to fight over a guy because at the end of the day, it's about us and our connection and our experience of what we're going to do. And we said it. And to this day, we're extremely close. We talk to each other every single day in our group chat. We were just together probably a couple of days ago. Louise was just in my house yesterday. Oh, wow. Louise lives about 20 minutes away from me. Mia lives in, in about like 45 minutes away from me. Um, and I think this is a friendship that we're going to have for a lifetime. And I think that that alone was like such a blessing just to be on the show, just, just to meet these girls. And I'm curious with this group chat, like when the episodes drop, do you all watch them and like interact about them or like, do you avoid watching the episodes or? No, we actually, okay. So (laughs) when the first three episodes dropped during premiere, some of the guys came down and we all like, they had an Airbnb and we had an Airbnb and we actually all watched it together um, to see each, each other's reactions. Um, it was kind of weird because some of the guys, like, we didn't know this is our first time filming. We didn't know how much they cut. Right. And some of the guys that came down for premiere were not even shown. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, there like, were definitely people that there were. Yeah, no, there's, there's definitely people that I would be like, who is that? Like, uh, I think there was even like a joke with one guy that they started like the little text on the screen called him a silent film star like it seemed oh, like oh <laughs> aaron a- yeah. aaron yeah. oh my god yeah <laughs> our date was not good it was it was just it was it was a very bad date and it was just like not him it was just everything like we were getting bit by mosquitoes like we went to our picnic and where we were our, our our food was set up there was like bugs all over it it was just a very bad date yes it was funny for them to like cut off the whole entire date. But again, I felt bad because like 
that's a human being and he felt some type of way, you know? Well, right. Yeah. He, he was on the show. I'm sure he told people <laughs> that he did it like, and you know, if he goes to the premiere and then yeah, doesn't see, no, that would, that would definitely be frustrating. Like it seemed like obviously you three, the women, like you, you're in good shape, but yeah, the guys like, you know, they, <laughs> they do kind of have to yeah. fight for screen time a bit, especially early on. But like, even like they're, like I would say, like Jabrin. Jabrin was probably easily my top three if I didn't eliminate him, eliminate him in, in episode seven. And like he wrote me a poem, and we used to write poems to each other. And I would talk to him every single night. And they barely showed our connection at all, you know. And and it, it just goes to show, like they're gonna put what they're gonna like. HBO is gonna put what they're gonna put for their timeline and how everything adds up to my timeline and what my decision is at the end. And they can't show like those sweet moments that I had with some of the cast because it wouldn't make any sense. Right. But and are they? Is it filming pretty much twenty four seven? Like, is it? Are there cameras always rolling? Or there's not cameras always rolling. It is probably we're filming for. 16 us girls are filming for like 16 hours a day the guys they were easily like they'll film they'll do an interview they'll relax they'll chill they'll wait for us to come in and it's us we're starting at 6 a.m and we'll finish until like 2 a.m 3 a.m of, of filming so it would be like interview then chat with the girls and then we'll go on our group date and then we'll come back home and chat and then we'll talk to nikki and then we'll get ready for the mixer and then we'll, t- we'll have another interview at the end. So that was like, it was a lot for us girls in the beginning. Cause there were so many guys. It was a lot, but yeah. it ended up working out a little bit better towards the end because it was less guys. And what is it like? I mean, is it what you expected? Did, did you like, I, I'm just trying to, I, I don't think I can fathom this experience. Like what this would be like to go in and have this be your life for this, you know, time period. Yeah, it was. I didn't have my phone. I didn't have my TV. Right. And I'm like obsessed with Netflix, right? HBO. I'm obsessed with HBO Max. Nice. And um, <laughs> you got that. <laughs> um, it, it, it was, it was, it was a different because we would be literally waved on hand and feet. Like, I'm like, I'm thirsty. I'm like, okay, what do you want? I'm going to go get it from you. So, uh, one of the producers would get it for us. Hair and makeup was getting done. Um, outfits, we had to do outfit change and photos and get approval. And, and it was like, kind of way it felt good because I didn't have to think about like the real world and what I had to do next. Like everything was already planned for me. And I was like, Oh, is this what it looks? Is this what it is to be like a celebrity and like have everything planned out? And like, you don't have to worry about anything. And you just, you come as who you are and, and everything just gets done, which is weird because I'm such I'm such a busybody, and I'm like, I want to clean up and I want to do this. And I'm like, oh my God, what's the next thing? And I'm like, okay. But something I did not like is like the waiting game. They'll rush us to get ready and then we'll wait like an hour in the van because the guys are cameras. And I'm just like, are you serious right now? That like, does just seem like, just yeah, that is this? Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> hurry up and wait. Just the- <laughs> yeah, hurry up and wait. Hurry yeah. up and wait. But it was those in between moments, like spending time in the car with the girls and the producers were put on music and we're just like having a blast because we haven't listened to music in forever. We're just like dancing. It's those in between moments that we had, which was, was great. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I can see celebrity, but it almost too, like, 
It almost sounds like you're like the ruler of a nation or something. You know? <laughs> like, oh my god! No, like I came off of the show thinking I was a shit. I was like, <laughs> I just filmed the reality TV show. Don't talk to me. And I'm like, it took me like two weeks to finally realize like you have to go back to work. <laughs> and you have to be a normal person. And no one even knows that you did a reality show because no one's seen it. Right. No one knows who you are. No one knows who you are, Tamaris. Relax. <laughs> Come back to reality. But like, I was definitely on a high after the show, for sure. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's built for that. Like, it's built to just create this artificial world where, yeah, it, it's all about the three of you. Like, you are sort of like in charge of this reality. And then, yeah, everyone's focused on you. Everybody wants your attention. And then, yeah, I would imagine that's a really weird transition, not just to go back to life, but back. like, like, it would almost feel like it didn't happen, I would imagine, until the show comes out. Like, you're back to your normal yeah. life. And it's like, that's a dream or some like fantasy that you had. <laughs> Yeah, and I keep talking to people about it, like not talking to them, but like a little bit like, oh, my God, I just filmed a reality show, but I really can't talk to you about it. But I like just want to tell you everything about it. And I want you to see it. And, uh, and I couldn't. And what was the amount of time between when you came back and when it came out? Um, four months. Oh, wow. So it was a long so time. I, I heard that they already had like when once we were done with filming completely, that they already had their first three episodes done. Yeah. So you don't, so that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't get to see any of the episodes prior to them coming out. So it's like, after watching the first three and seeing how much they cut, and like, I was like, I don't even know what to expect. I don't know how they're going to portray me. Like, they didn't really have any of my backstory or where I came from or anything like that, or any of us girls. Um, this season, they didn't really do that. So. I was just expecting something that I wasn't, but I was kind of happy that some of my personal life wasn't in there because I think like the first day I was like word vomiting my life because I've never been on a dating show <laughs> and I've never been talking to, I was like speed dating and I'm like, oh, I'm going to take everything about my life. And at a certain point, like the next day, the producers are like, Tamaris, you need to tone it down a little bit because you're here for like nine more episodes and you need to know what to tell them. What, you can't tell them everything because yeah. you're yeah. not going to have anything to say. <laughs> so, little life lessons I learned throughout the show. Did you develop strategies for mm -hmm. the interactions or like how did you sort of approach it once you were there? Um, so like we all like us girls, we all had like an individual producer that would like talk to us and stuff like that. And we'll just, just discuss. We're always like discussing everything that's going on and making sure like we explain it over and over again on camera of what we're going right. to talk about. We have like little powwows with the girls prior to going into the house. So that's what our plan is. We start planning. Okay. I need to talk to Tom about punching the table or his journal. <laughs> and I need to talk to Casey about whatever I need to talk to Casey about. So like they'll set it, set it up and they'll get like, we'll also get upset. Cause it's like, it's something like when Tom said that, I, I had to type and stuff like that. Like I was so furious. And I was like, <laughs> I need to go talk to Tom. I'm not going to call him Tommy boy. I'm going to call him Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> like just little stupid shit like that. Uh, well, let's, yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, Casey and Tom, because those were the two 
that it seemed like it was leaning towards. And then you you were good with the uh, the twists. So you <laughs> like the thing with Tom, it kind of <laughs> changed at the end, too. But yeah, like, well, I don't know. Like, obviously, we saw how the show presented it. But uh, as you've kind of mentioned, you know, they, that's editing or whatever. So like, what is your take on the two of them? Like, how did you feel about both of them? Yeah. Tom. Tom is actually a really nice guy. He did not belong on this show. He belongs on The Bachelor. Um, it's just not for him. Tom wears his heart on his sleeve. Everything you saw of him, like he's just a, a very emotional guy. He is a very loving guy. Um, it, it was just too much, too fast. And I, and I, I just, I, I couldn't. Like It was sweet that he was writing and a journal about me. I've never had that before. I've never had someone show me that they care so much. When he said he wanted to move to Florida, I was like, whoa, that is too much. Like it was, and then like, I can't have kids, not per se that I don't want kids is that I can't have them. And I told them that before. And then I also told them I didn't want to get married. I'm not the type of person that wants to get married. I just, I will be with you for a lifetime if you want me to. I don't feel that I need to get married to show you that I love you. I don't, I wouldn't say it's a, I, I don't, I don't want to say it that way because you're not really someone's property, but I just, I just don't believe in marriage. And, and that's yeah. just the way that I've just thought of it. And it's because of people around me and I, I just rather be alone yeah. or with cats. <laughs> um, well, and but, I mean, the, that's the whole thing. Like, that's because that was kind of my read on him, too. He seemed like a very nice guy. It seemed like you two weren't a great fit just because of where you were at in your life and where he was at in his life. Like, I, I want to believe he'll be OK in the long run. But yeah, it, yeah, oh, me and Tom still talk to this day. Like, he'll FaceTime me. Like, I want to make sure that he's OK, because I know like this show kind of put a bad light on him to an extent. And uh and I know that he was hurting because of that. And I, and I want to tell him, like, I'm your friend first before anything. Yeah. Um, it, it was just always a friendship. And he was too young for me. Yes. And it, it just wouldn't work out. Like, his home like, is Texas. Yeah. My home is the city. Texas. Cowboy. City girl. They don't match. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I mean, sorry, that, Tom, if you listening to this, I love you though. Uh, but also, yeah, and Tom, if you are listening to this, which I hope you are, but uh, no, I I really liked him. Like, I did think he seemed like a very sweet guy, and yeah, I, I actually kind of felt I felt a little bad for him. Some of the ways that the show presented, or some of the ways some of the other guys talked about him too, I felt bad. Like, yeah, yeah he seemed like a good dude. So no, he's definitely a good dude, and like he always looked out for everyone. It was just a lot for him, and with Casey, like. He's the baby, baby face assassin. Like he literally can tell me whatever he wants. And I just listen to him. Like he's really good with his words. Like this guy, this guy can talk so good in front of the camera. Like so good. Um, but also it was just like the mixed stories with his ex or girlfriend or whatever she is. Um, I just couldn't trust him. And yeah. I couldn't trust that. Like I literally watched the show over like probably like three days before I went on to this season just to rewatch it, just to like write my, my notes down in my book to make sure like these guys are going to try to play me. And you didn't um, know he would be on it at that point, right? Like you're just no, watching it. No, yeah. they did ask like, oh, who did you thought was cute from last <laughs> season? Of course, I said a couple of guys, but like 
Did I think Casey was going to be there? Hell no. Yeah. Because like he was runner up. Like why, why would he get a second chance, you know? And he did. And then he was runner up again. <laughs> I did think about that, that yeah, he's like, <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. So one time I like Casey probably hates me. Um, <laughs> wait, one time, one time I, I was joking around with him. Like, wouldn't it be funny if you're like runner up second time in a row, <laughs> but like jokingly, like, yeah, I, yeah. you know what? Like, the thing with me, I'm the type of person that like I'm a realist and I also think about other other ways of how an ending can happen. And I, I don't know if I should just be a producer. Like H HBO, if you're listening to this, hello, <laughs> I'm here. Girl Island, I can be the producer. Um, but no. <laughs> but let's make that happen. I, I want that to yeah, happen for you. Let's just make it happen. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm always thinking of like how about this twist or how about this twist? Because like, that's reality TV. They're going to come up with a twist regardless. You know, yeah. I was thinking like, honestly, the twist, instead of our twist, I thought our twist was going to be that the guys, the nice guys were going to be able to take the money. Oh, that would that's be interesting. I, that's what I thought. A hundred percent. I was like, because they told us like the day before, like guys, just to let you know that you're not going to be able to see each other and stuff like that. Like you're going to have to talk to the executive producers the next day and stuff like that. And I'm just like, they're going to come up with a twist <laughs> and that's what it's going to be. And that's going to fuck me up. Cause I have two nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah, the, I was thinking crazy shit the whole entire season. I mean, it does get into an interesting thing, which I, I don't know your thoughts on this, but I feel like I watched the show and maybe this is the point of the show, but it's like, the more you watch it, you're like, I don't know, what do these labels mean of like nice guy and F boy of like it uh, because they're self applied. So, you know, like, yeah. I <laughs> no, like, I'm going to be real honest with you. Even if they said they were a nice guy in real life, they're, I mean, we're all F people. We went on a show called F Boy Island. Right. We're all toxic. Come on. Like, let's go. Like, you're telling me that you did not come on the show. You came to the show to find love. There's something. Well, Tom, um, we're going to just put Tom in a different category. Yeah, yeah, and we're Tom. not even going to talk about him. Yeah. We're just, Tom is on another level. Everyone else is F people. Um, <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you went on the show for a reason. Was it love? Or if it was. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> but i know what you mean yeah no it's totally yeah it's this like i mean people are literally competing to date you like that's not yeah that's not conducive like, to I'm, like <laughs> i'm sorry like if it was the roles reversed and i had to sit there while i see this girl make out with a guy i'm potentially like falling for or liking um i'm not gonna take them serious i'm like this guys kissing every girl like right yeah i don't know like i'm not like i'm not gonna go like ruin my life for them after the show just to be with them like you went on a show like yeah I, I think that's the maybe the most interesting thing they do and i love that they do it is when you see the three guys that uh when it's gets down to the final guys and like you're on a date with one group and then the other group is just sitting on a couch like hanging out <laughs> like that's the most awkward just like i love it i yeah. think it's hilarious yeah I, no it is you know what i what i love about <laughs> fy is that you don't have to take it serious like it's literally a joke of a show like it's meant to be funny it's meant to have like this emotional roller coaster 
but you go through these waves of emotions and that's what I love about it. No, and this I don't usually watch dating shows, but like I've gotten into this one because yeah, because of the element. Like Nikki Glaser's great on it, like the comedy yeah. of it, the just ridiculousness. Like it seems to be aware that it is a ridiculous show, and I think I love it for that. Uh, but I, so I'm curious. Like so now you you've done the show, it's come out. Um, I don't know how it's changed your life, but I'm curious, like what your life is like since it's been out in the world. Um, I wouldn't say that my life changed dramatically. It's just went from like people like loving me because they know who I am and they know how giving and, and how thoughtful I am to like people not knowing me and just like, just like thinking the worst of me like the first day like when the show came like the finale came out i had someone like dm me like go kill myself and oh, jump Jesus. off the building and like i've been getting a lot of like th death threats and stuff like that and um a lot of like but to all those death threats like it will be a, a very bad death threat and i'll have like 20 other people just be like you're an icon you're amazing we love you so it's like it, it it definitely evens out and it ends up being more positive than negative, but like people don't need to be negative. Like it's a show it's for entertainment. It's to make you like, think about it. It is a conversation starter. You know, you could feel the type of way that you're feeling, but never to that extent where you have to go tell someone to go kill themselves because of a reality TV show, because you didn't like the decision that they made. Like yeah, HBO knew what they were doing. Like this is, they're not, they weren't trying to make me, be a villain, but they were trying to set up a conversation and hopefully set up F Girl Island, which HBO, if you're listening right now, yeah. I don't want to be in it. Like either like queen of F girls or like host. I'm not trying to take Nikki Glazer's job, but I'm trying to. But you should be involved. I, well, I'm, I'm yeah, on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Like you at, at least consultant, if not, you know, there yeah. as some sort of, you know, guide for like you can help a <laughs> guide than this this yeah. misleading f girls you think you're an f girl you're not let me show you but yeah i and i'm i'm very sorry to, to hear that 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 is such a bummer that the weird uh just way the internet works that people feel comfortable sending stuff like that and i that bums me out but yeah i'm glad to hear that it's more positive than negative it's more it's definitely more positive and also really funny someone compared me to like dark vader a uh, joker and like some other like evil villain and i was just like you guys are hilarious okay <laughs> like i like learned to like laugh it off because like you don't know me like right. from a hole in the wall like you know me from what you see on tv like i'm gonna laugh because you're laughing at me i'm gonna laugh even harder and i'm gonna make you feel stupid also like some people they're like they'll dm me i'm like you're fucking horrible and i'm like oh really well it's just a tv show and then they're like oh my god i love you i was just kidding i'm just like what? <laughs> it's like negging they're they're negging you to try yeah they're <laughs> like... just trying to i'm not touching you yeah like and I'm like, yeah, you're touching me. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's what they always say. Don't read the comment section. You got to avoid like a lot of the. I, sometimes I have to read it because I just, I laugh. I literally laugh it off. I'm like, you want to call me all of that? Fine. You want to call me the, like, I'm worse than Garrett? Fine. I'm like, but it was my decision at the end of the day. Garrett's decision was he wasn't a lead. It wasn't like he was a suitor. 
he wasn't a lead. Like I'm the lead and these guys are the suitors and I'm not trying to be that way, but like, that's the way the show is. And it wasn't the guy's decision. It was my decision. Yeah. So. Yeah. You, I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, if you want my opinion, you won. So you won the show. So congrats. (laughs) (laughs) To all the haters listening, I won the show. You did. You won more money than anyone else. Like you, you know, I'm, I'm the first First one to ever win 100k on FY Island yeah. history. Yeah, look at that. You, yeah, you're in. You're in the history books. Like you're. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the history books as the first F girl. Okay. Yeah. F girl for president. Yeah, and and we're we're working on this uh, F girl Island show spinoff. So that's gonna be. Uh, I keep every interview. I keep pushing. And yeah. I hope that she knows this because I'm like, push, push, keep pushing. Yes. You're going to no. get it. You're going to get it. No, if anyone has a petition, if there's anything I can amplify, I'm 100% on board for this. So I want this to happen. After this podcast is released, we're going to make a petition and yeah. we're going to get me on F Girl Island or F people or F something. Yes. <laughs> we're getting you on some F Island for sure. Some F Island. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter which one. I'm there. Uh, I, well, I'm curious too. Like, are you dating now? Like, how does that go? Like, do people are they familiar with you? Like, is it you know? I don't talk about my dating okay. life. Like, right. that very hush, 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 hush. Fair hush. enough. That's totally but fair. Yeah. If I was talking to someone, they would know about the show. Yeah, yeah. You're not trying to hide it. All of that. No, yeah. I'm. I, there's no hiding it. I. You go on my social media. I have pink hair. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I, I was on a reality TV show with pink hair, which is super weird, but it was cool. <laughs> no, it was I've great. I've never yeah. had pink hair in my life, and I only did it for the show. So you literally just did it because your hair is not pink now. This is audio. So no, my hair you. is platinum blonde. Yeah. Prior to going on the show, I dyed it pink because I was like, when do you have an opportunity to dye your hair a fucking crazy color and be on a reality show called F-Boy Island? you don't really have the opportunity ever in life. So fucking do it. So I did it. Um, <laughs> do I regret it? The way the cameras, cause the cameras are so good. Yeah. Like my hair looked perfect, but on the camera, it did not look perfect. Like in person, it looked amazing. <laughs> like amazing. In photos, amazing. In person, I mean, in, on camera, it's, it's that 4k like high def like. yeah that, that, that definitely that quality i was like <laughs> i looked at i went i was like done watching the season i'm like oh my god like i guess i have so much wrong with me that you really don't notice until you're on tv but fine. i don't think like first of all i think you look great but second of all yeah i don't think anyone wants to see themselves in 4k like just when you're just staring at yourself and especially like, no, like we all spoke about it, like us and the cast members, like we all spoke about like how we felt like, you know, it's good cameras, yeah. 4K, like it's going to be amazing. And like, you really see yourself and a lot of people felt self-conscious of way, how they looked and like change dramatically from how they looked during the show and how they look now. Right. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's not like a, a TV show or a movie where they're filming specific shots and, you know, like someone's coming in and fixing your hair in between. It's, it's a, you know, it's real time. Like they're just mm-hmm. constantly filming you. Nobody, again, you, you tried to get your makeup touched up and they, <laughs> they didn't help you out. And they told me no. They were like, Tamaris, no, you did not ask. No, I like literally the producer was so upset. Like, how dare you ask for makeup right now? And I'm just like, but you guys never gave me a problem before. Like, <laughs> I for it, like makeup would just come and touch something up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bitch, no. 
you go out there crying, okay? You want to cry? You want to send Tom home? Yeah. You're going to go out there crying. <laughs> uh, well, it would, besides this show that we are going to make happen and I'm committed to, what else is on the horizon for you? Is there anything else that you want to talk about? Or? Um, so I, I'm actually in the field of like the metaverse. So like we're creating a, what the metaverse will look like and like, we're into like NFTs and tokens and that's what I currently do right now. So there's a lot of stuff coming up within the next like two years to three years, just like changing the web three, um, which is very unique and different. I, I do want to be a leading lady in that, in the web three, because you rarely see any female presence and it's very a male dominant um, kind of show room. Um, and we're going to be in Art Basel. We're going to have a big, huge activation um, with my company, which I'm extremely excited about. I think you're probably the first to hear this because we spoke about it yesterday. Oh, wow. Me and Louise <laughs> might make a song. Love it. Together. Love Louise it. is actually a rapper. I actually sing. Um, so we're thinking about making a song. I don't know what it's going to be about, but we're going to make it cool. Um, and just like my modeling. So I constantly, I, I do a little bit of everything. I like to have my hands in everything. Um, I feel like that just keeps me well-rounded Yeah. in a way. Yeah. I get to learn new stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm big on learning. If you, if I have a class, if there's classes I can take about learning something, I'm, I'm always there for it. Knowledge is power. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Stay in school, guys. School. <laughs> it's got very don't positive at the end. I like that. <laughs> uh, is there a yeah, good... girl, but don't do drugs and stay in school, guys. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, but is what's the best way for people to follow you if they want to? Is Instagram like is that what you'd recommend, or how can people keep tabs Instagram on you? Instagram or Twitter. My Twitter account is Queen of JPEGs. Obviously, love it. Love it. And then, uh, mind you, um, HBO cut out all whole NFT challenge that we had on episode two, and I'm so upset about it because I won that challenge. <laughs> it was a, a very good group date, but we're not talking about it. We had a paint fight, and I think that's the reason why they cut it out. Um, and then my Instagram is Tamaris T A M A R I S underscore S S S three S's. <laughs> Perfect. Sorry. All right. Uh, this is great. Thanks so much for doing this. And please uh, come back anytime. Keep me updated on everything that you're doing. F-Girl Island. F-Girl Island. Sign the petition. <laughs> there you have it. Like I said, she is delightful. I really enjoyed that chat. I hope you enjoyed it too. We've all got to get this petition going for F-Girl Island. That needs to happen. If you enjoyed the interview, please like and subscribe, Hobo Radio. Uh, consider writing a review and check out the archives on hobotrashcan.com. I talked to Sarah Emig from season one. You can go check out that interview along with a lot of other interviews. Uh, but that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, question everything. Oh, I wanna be with you all of the time. She's a different kind of girl. She's a different kind of girl. And I fell in love with you. It
didn't take too long She's a different kind of girl Does what she wants to do And says what she wants to say She's a different kind of girl Well, I could be lonely, you It wouldn't be so hard She's a different kind of girl Goes where she wants to go And says what she wants to say She's a different kind of girl she wants to do and says what she wants to say She's a different kind of girl She's a different kind of girl Kind of girl Just look at her face Then into her eyes The way that she smiles I kiss her tonight If I can ask one more thing before we go that I don't forget, if you don't mind doing an intro where you just say, uh, <clears throat> this is Tamaris, you're listening to Hobo Radio, you can say anything you want after that. Yeah. Hi, guys. It's Tamaris from F-Boy Island Season 2, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. So please subscribe and listen to the whole cast, to the whole podcast. Sorry, I fucked that up. You can do I it again, everyone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not used to podcasts. So what do you say? You subscribe, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can say, yeah, you can say that if you want, whatever. Like I said, it's, it's totally up to you. As long as you just say, uh, your name and the name of the show, you can literally say anything okay, you want. Okay. So. Okay. Hi guys. It's Tamaris from F boy Island season two, your original F girl, your number one, you're listening to hobo podcast. So please subscribe. Can you just say hobo radio podcast? Is the only oh my God. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Uh-huh, so, okay. okay. <laughs> Radio. Yeah. Radio. Okay. We got it. We got it. Hi guys, it's Tamaris from Okay, I'm gonna do it again because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mess. I'm a mess. We okay. got this, we got this. Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. Hi everyone, I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm Stephanie Smarr. 
And this is Stephanie Knows Some Shit, where every week we are going to tap into Stephanie's brain and share with you some of the insight that she has about cooking, shopping, Top Chef, all of the things that you want to know. Yeah, we're going to tell some stories, enjoy some time together, and really dive into the things that you might be afraid to Google. We might have the answer. I actually, I'm pretty confident we do. 